T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula, joined alongside by the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Appreciate you rocking with us here mm-hmm. on this Thursday evening on The Fan. Appreciate Rodrigo Mendoza as well for being on the ones and twos for us this evening. You might have heard I took a second to remember what day it is. It's 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 getting near Christmas. You get that it's, feel. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can always get involved with the program, and we encourage you to do just that a few different ways. Truckwreck.com text line is always available for you. 877-881-1053. You can also see our smiling faces. YouTube uh, is 105 through the fan on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then you can also check out twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. We got you till 11 p.m. Um, and so we, we, we'll have a little fun on this Thursday. Yeah, and if, you, if you're out and about on a rainy night, we're talking about a rainy Wednesday, or wet, rainy Thursday night, truckwreck.com, 877-881-1053. Let us know what you got going on. As you, we thank you for letting, you, uh, letting us try shotgun with you. I was out there in that crazy weather. I said crazy. It's not going to be cold, but it's going to be like this all the way through the weekend. It's just going to be rainy, and I'm telling you, it's not bad out there, but people are hitting their brakes like right. it's slipping and sliding. They're not. It's like a drop of rain splashes on somebody's windshield, and all of a sudden, their brake lights on. It's like in the air, and it's like a chain reaction all over the highway. That's right. So be careful out there because people are pumping the brakes for no damn reason. For sure. Maybe maybe it's because it's the winter solstice. Happy winter solstice to all y'all folks. Mm-hmm. This is the earliest it'll get dark. For the year, is that right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start trending back towards the other way, where oh, okay. it, you know days get a little bit longer as right. we as we go day by day. So that'll work. If you're if you're feeling a little gloomy, mm-hmm. we're moving back towards when you know the sun shines a little bit uh, or a little bit longer on the day. Quick shout out to Daniel and Forney. He said he's toloing while he's door dashing, like always. Have a good show. Make that money, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to eight one seven boys. I think it's raining. You are correct. Uh, from my estimation, at least from my vantage point here. At our broadcast position is 75 and 50. And back at you to the 469 says, good evening, gentlemen. Appreciate good evening it. to you as well. Um, thanks for rocking with us. Let's have a good one. Um, I talked about sun shining. It, it should be shining on uh, Sunday when your Dallas Cowboys visit the Miami Dolphins. Uh, that is a very sunny place. In fact, a lot of times it's real hot on that visitor sideline. Um, and the heat's on for the Cowboys just because of the way that things went in orchard park right uh, up in buffalo mm-hmm. um that that was that was a real real uh trying time this past weekend and the cowboys are going to need to get back to winning ways so first of all let, let's let's take a look at the you know the matchups that you're interested in that you're intrigued by as your cowboys face off against the miami dolphins what's what's the first one that comes to mind for you ca 
Are you talking about individuals or groups? I mean, take it how you want to, in all honesty. Just w- what are the things that come to mind for you? Because I, I feel Cowboys, like Cowboys defensive line and those running backs. Yeah, that's that's absolutely going to come up. In fact, I might take that to, like, linebackers. And mm-hmm. honestly, defense, like, the secondary, it really is just the entirety of the defense because— The defense versus the run game. Yes, yes, absolutely. This one stands out in part because of, like, the frame, the framing of the situation. You're coming in after having such— a very bad run-stopping day. Now, I think it's it's a different type of run-stopping, right? The Buffalo Bills leaned on you. Um, the Miami Dolph- physical. The Miami Dolphins are speedsters. Obviously, we can name all of them, particularly when we talk it comes to running backs. Raheem Mostert, mm-hmm. Devon Achan, shout out to AM, right? Like those guys as running backs are going to do work. Plus, you obviously could talk about the wide receivers and maybe when they get into the run mm-hmm. game, but these guys are going to get uh east and west before they get north to south, and they're really going to challenge your linebackers. To, uh, to read and react, and your maybe even your secondary to come up and make hits. So you just said something important there. A lot of people, when they think about the Dolphins, the first thing they get about is the, is the passing attack. They think about Tua, and they think about Itare Kill, who, by the way, still nursing it. Is it an ankle? Yeah, but he practiced today. Yeah, he's so, still nursing it, though. So, look, he's nursing it. However, let's say, let's throw a random percentage, because percentages are always funny to me. It's like 75%. Mm-hmm. Why, why not 76? But let's throw a random percentage, right? Let's say he's 75% Tyree Kill. He's better than anybody else. That's on still the scary, man. It's Especially if the speed's there. Man, was going for two thousand yards and and league MVP. We're talking about a wide receiver doing this, the, but that's not what. Put it like this: that's not the danger for the Cowboys defense. They, I think, the Cowboys defense under Dan Quinn is built to go after quarterbacks and try to stop a, a passing attack. It's the run game that's the kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? And for the Cowboys. Yeah, the, to me, the run game, anybody that wants to run the ball against the Cowboys, that's the Cowboys' defense kryptonite because they're not physical like that. You follow what I'm saying? They don't. Dan Quinn has a whole bunch of, um, how do I put this? He has a bunch of safeties playing playing linebacker. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a bruising running attack, you just run them over. That's what the 49ers showed you how to do, and that's what Buffalo showed you how to do just last week. So quiet as it's kept, and you pointed this out. You just named some running backs that the Miami Dolphins have that sets up their passing attack. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that the the Niners ran the ball decently. Like they all they got you in every sort of way. Like they all obviously threw That's a football as do. well. Um, but no, the running game is going to be something to be contended with. And thankfully, I think again the size is going to be less of a matter for you this this week uh, against the Dolphins. But you're going to need to. Uh, and when I say you, Demon Clark. Mm-hmm. Marquise Bell. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you get Donovan Wilson, mm-hmm. J. Ron Curse, those guys. And honestly, your, your cornerbacks, too, on the edges are going to need to come up and tackle because those guys get space. Chunk plays are something that you don't want. I give you even more. Mm-hmm. You name it a bunch of different guys. Yep. Let me just go ahead and say his name. His name is Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, they will run at you and they will run away from you. They will run at you until it ain't work. Mike is also a guy that goes after quarterbacks. He's not known to tackle running backs, although he can. And a lot of different offensive coordinators scheme Micah by saying, we're going to run right at you. When we run the ball, we're going to run at you. That way, you'll have to pause before you go after our quarterback. Well, guess what? Buffalo did that over and over again so much, they didn't have to throw the ball at all. In fact, I don't think uh, Josh Allen threw 400 yards, 92 yards exactly. Seven seven completions, fifteen attempts. Right, like it was. It was not something they had to do. So, what do you do if you're Micah Parsons in that game in particular? No, no. Now, no. Now that there's a quote unquote blueprint to let's slow down Micah Parsons by not having to throw the ball. Let's just run the ball at him or run away from him and have all these. Di- 
you know, this stuff Broadus been talking about. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a particular thing that you can use as a quote unquote blueprint. I don't think that every every week. Okay, some team let me is take that word about, let, exactly let me reverse like that. that out. Yeah. Again, I'm asking you. Yeah. If you're Micah Parsons or if you're Dan Quinn, yes. how do you avoid that situation? Because Buffalo was very successful. It may not be the blueprint, but it's been very successful, and it has been done earlier this season before. It's not the first time somebody did that to sure. you. So answer the question, Regitool. Uh, I mean, Michael Parsons is going to have to just do what he does, do? right? Like he's just going to have to remain in do his, the same thing. And I mean, he's he's talked they about let this. him run at him. I th- I think that he's capable of playing well enough. And obviously, if you're if you're having run folks run at him, right? Like there's opportunities for other players to get involved here, right? Um, they knock those uh, running backs out of the way when they go right to, to Michael Parsons. No, I'm I mean, asking about Micah Parsons, not the other guys. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I think that he just has to continue to play in the way that he does. Right? Oh, by and large, Micah Parsons is a very good player that's produced in a very big way. Um, I don't know that you are going to be overreactionary necessarily with his play um, in that. And I, I think also part of it, the going back, right, and I step back it for a particular reason. Like, I think this was a very particular game script that caused um, the Buffalo Bills to be able to run at you consistently in that way. The ways in which the, the Cowboys have been good is when they've been able to get ahead in games and then forced That's teams best defense. forced teams into a certain way where now you're having a throw, allowing Michael Parsons to get in his pass rushing bag, and he is one of the best at doing that. If you're in a situation where the team is just in a place where they're just going to run it on you consistently, I think that you're not built as a team to just be in a run defense situation time and time again. And so I don't even know that this is an individual Michael Parsons um, change more than getting yourself in a situation where the game script benefits you. Yeah, the tricky part about it, and I only bring up Micah because this has been done before, he's the best player on your team, not alone the defense. So if if you're an offensive coordinator, you want to scheme him out. What's the best way to do that? Well, they have had success, not just against Buffalo, not Buffalo just doing this, but a couple of other teams did it a couple of times. But the in, in the past, you had Leighton Vander Esch that kind of bailed him out a little bit. You were saying other guys have to step up. The other guys are too small. You follow me? That's that's where Buffalo were able to take advantage of the Cowboys. The Cowboys linebackers are too small because Dan Quinn likes to have a hybrid. He likes to have a hybrid of safeties playing linebacker, and that's what Buffalo did. He said, they said, you know what? We're going to do this and get the lead and then dare you to do something different. Again, the best defense for the Dallas Cowboys is their offense. Once they get the lead, which is which is why a lot of times the Cowboys want the ball first. It was so very odd get, that they did not take the ball first. I was shocked. In this I, past I was literally shocked that they didn't do that because normally they want to score first and then make you throw the ball because that helps Dan Quinn's defense out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of throwing the ball, which is something that this uh, Miami Dolphins team is going to want to do, I, I have it find a hard time to think, uh, believe that they we end this game and you look up and they've just run the football. Um, this secondary versus the likes of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but obviously we focus on Tyreek Hill. He's the one who's putting up numbers that are mm-hmm. on pace to break a record to put up 2,000 uh, yards as a mm-hmm. wide receiver, and that is has a lot of bit a lot of chatter around him about being the first wide receiver to win MVP. Right, like there's reasons for this, and it's because he has otherworldly speed and the ways in which this this thing works. There are teams that are like, oh, we'll just play back. And play back isn't, there's not play back enough 
against him. And so big play possibilities are there. It's going to be real uh, interesting for the safeties getting deep. And then obviously Deron Bland, I, who I imagine probably has uh, the challenge. But obviously Stephon Gilmore as well. Like yeah, those Gilmore guys could travel with. That's what he's been doing a lot the last couple of games. Right. I think he profiles, profiles a little bit differently. I think he traveled with kind of the big body receivers mm-hmm. that did a little bit more of that, which yeah, tracks to what he has. Right. This is a different one, and not. I don't want to denigrate in any way. Stephon you call Gilmore. him old. The foot speed ain't quite the oh, same. Oh, yeah, he called him old. The foot, the foot speed ain't quite the same. The and you know what? If this is the challenge that he needs, there you go. I'd love to give that because mm-hmm. it, it is a particular challenge. And I know we, again, I started with Tyreek Hill because he he is the, the, the what is it, the, the straw that stirs the drink. Yes. There is. we go. Um, Jalen Waddle on the other side is nothing to be scoffed at. There's a lot of speed and, um, when I mention that, I don't just mention that for any reason. It's because chunk plays, the, mm-hmm. the big plays that can happen, that's what they do. Like this, this offense is not the most even necessarily, but those big plays really, um, really matter to them. And so managing those are going to be incumbent, or it's going to be big for the Cowboys secondary. Not giving those those instances, especially because they're good against man. Right, that speed mm-hmm. is going to show up against man defense. The Cowboys lean towards playing a good amount of man. Um, and so that's going to be a challenge. It's going to be interesting to see how Dan Quinn and this defense chooses and elects to, you know, go after or mark uh, the Miami Dolphins defense. Yeah, in fact, uh, keep an eye on uh, Jordan because Jordan, the, you're, you're, Jordan Lewis, Jordan Lewis, Jordan Lewis is going to be big because they're going to try to pick on him. And we're talking about with the speed and all the different wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? So keep those things in mind. Miami's got a a plethora of options to try to attack this Cowboys defense. But I'm going to look for them to try to run it first to see if the Cowboys can stop it. And, again, if the Cowboys were to uh, win the coin toss, they better take the damn ball and score first. I would hope so. In in regards to that, one of the matchups you're going to have to watch out for is you're going to have to watch Bradley Chubb, uh, oh, the defensive yeah. outside linebacker technically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's an edge player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's after quarterbacks. And this is, this is a team that can get pressure by bringing four in the Miami Dolphins, right? This is not too unlike what you see every day in practice from your, from your Cowboys defense. And so it's going to be really important, particularly on the right side, Terrence Steele, right? Like hold up and pass protection. We know mm-hmm. that pass protection for him has been a little suspect at times during the course of the season. Here's a challenge for you. Make sure that you keep your quarterback upright to allow him to be the good decision maker. And hopefully you'll see a Dak Prescott that returns to the play that you saw for a good month and some um, before the last week, or, you know, as opposed to that being, that's the end of that type of play. And now you get a lesser version of Dak Prescott because you'd hate the latter of those things Mm -hmm. because this team needs Dak Prescott playing at a high level. And we also need to see the Cowboys offense raise their level on the road and i say raise their level on the road because apparently there's they've been having communication issues on the road mm. in other words you see the snap count it's not just uh uh him getting everybody lined up it's just something gets lost in the mix where they can't do some pre-snap motions because they're on the road and the crowd noise gets in the way so they got they got to they got to raise the thing up some kind of way they got to figure out some things mike mccarthy uh, uh, Mike McCarthy's going to have to be more creative in 
trying to make sure that the level of play is the same on the road as it is at home as, as far as communication on the offense. 100%. And if if that is indeed what's happening where communication is stopping them from doing, you know, motions and stuff, mm-hmm. there's a direct correlation between, like, pre-snap motion and play-action usage and the benefits that you see in production for this offense. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, quite literally, last week was the lowest amount, a lowest usage of pre-snap motion and play-action that you'd seen since the bye week. I don't think that that's a, too much of a coincidence, obviously, when you factor in weather as well, as to why you saw this offense not yep. be very effective compared to all these weeks mm-hmm. since that bye week. And so, yeah, you need to see if you can get those, inject those things back into the offense. Um, and, and then also just be better on first and second down, right? Like you're seeing mm-hmm. defenses, if we're, if there's anything that we could say is some level of, I guess, blueprint um, on this Cowboys offense is that, they're going to make it so that those intermediate passes and things that the Cowboys used to get going and get closer and get themselves into manageable third down situations, mm-hmm. they're making it difficult on those. And now if you're in third and long, you're putting even more pressure on Dak Prescott and the offense to make big plays to sustain drives. And so make it easy on yourselves. Be successful on first and second down. Um, and then you can you can extend drives, score points, and then put yourself in a good game script to go win. They're going to have to because, in all seriousness, that team was scoring 40-something points a game going on that five-game winning streak. And then they go down there, and they have three points uh, late into the fourth quarter. Three points, grand total, a lot of three and outs. Defense getting gassed because they're on the field so many so many minutes, you know, time of possession. It's like Cowboys offense has got to save the defense. It's just that simple. For anybody – I remember, um, I guess it was Cam Newton saying when he thinks of the Cowboys, he immediately thinks of the defense. It's like, wait a minute. The offense has been bailing the defense out because the defense is not the same defense we thought they would be the first two games of the season when people say, oh, this is it. are they good as Baltimore, Ravens, those Ray Lewis defense? Oh, is it Chicago Bears? Remember the first couple of games? They looked that kind of dominant yeah. against those two New York teams. But then all of a sudden you find out, wait a minute, they're not that dominant. Arizona exposed them because they started. Josh Dobbs was running the ball against the Cowboys defense. So it was Dak Prescott and the offense, which was carrying this team all through the big winning streaks, which is why Dak Prescott's name was in the MVP conversation. Needs to get right. Those are some of the matchups that we're looking mm-hmm. forward to um, when it comes to the Miami Dolphins hosting your Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. It's to get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Stars already in a little bit of a hole. Uh-oh. one nothing is a score in favor of the visiting uh, Canucks. Uh-oh. On the ice at the American Airlines Center is still Larry Hoover. I mean, like Vancouver. Oh, I was like, th- those are different things. Um, 14 minutes <laughs> they both to go the north. <laughs> in the first period there at the AAC. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening there. Coming up next, how do the Mavs survive these injuries as another Maverick has been added to the injury list? We'll discuss it next on The Fan. This segment on 105.3 The Fan is brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. Life is unpredictable and accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in the DFW. And if your loved one have been injured in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation at 214 or 817-333-3333. To Luca. Luca change of direction, drive, and then a late pass to Axum. 
for the Rim Rocker. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rocking with us on this Thursday mm-hmm. evening. A few things happening in sports right now. Obviously, your stars in action at the AAC welcomed in uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, they're down one to nothing in the first period. And Thursday night football. It's another football day. You wait, you wait a few days and you're back to football. It feels like it's inescapable in a way. However, a kind of a good one. Oh, we got a good matchup on the Thursday. That's rare. Yeah, Saints, Rams, both seven and seven. Oh, okay. With something on the line here. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I think which one of these teams, I believe it's the one of these teams is currently within the if the playoffs ended today, would be in the playoffs, you mm-hmm. know, rounds. I know one of them is it's really a problem that I don't remember off the top. It's the Rams. The Rams are currently sitting at seven. The Saints are technically uh sitting at nine, but obviously this game will go a long way in helping decide which one uh, which one is in over the other. The Rams currently um, playing some really good football. Isn't it amazing how many teams have a shot at the playoffs right now? There's a lot of teams in both conferences are like toying with the fact that they win two games in a row. They might be in. It's what all the rules are situated for, for uh-huh. this uh, this level of parity. Yep. Are, the, are all the games good? Probably not. But they, hmm. look, they're close. And the so, there, yeah. Everybody's got a shot. Everybody's close to record. That's uh, currently zero to zero still there. And um, and yes, we will keep you updated. Um, uh, A score to remember uh, or maybe one to forget, depending on how you look at it. Your Mavs fell uh, to the to the Los Angeles Clippers last night. I almost pulled up the uh, in my head. I almost went back to the new uh, the Denver Nuggets score from Monday. But no, they lost 120 to 111. Last night, um, Luka Doncic with 28, 10, and 9. Nine rebounds, almost that triple-double, which yeah, would have been they, great. Yeah, they had it a triple-double, then they re- recalculated after the game and said, wait a minute, he didn't snag that board. Yeah, so the tough part about it is, you know, this team was playing shorthanded. Obviously, uh, Kyrie Irving still out, Derek Lively still out, Kyrie with that uh, the, the foot contusion. Uh, lively with the sprained ankle, mm-hmm. and then you're missing Maxi Kleba still dealing with that toe. Josh Green. Josh Green had an illness, so those guys have been missing for a while. And today we find out that as the the Mavs will be heading down to Houston uh, tomorrow to face off against the Rockets, the dangerous Rockets, that that foursome has been added to Dante Exum is going to be out for the game with a lower left uh, leg contusion. Say that three times fast. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry is questionable for this oh, game boy. with back spasms. That's always good to hear back spasms. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Tim Hardaway Jr. a couple of weeks ago. And Luka Doncic is out for this game with back spasms. Yes. Yeah, so well, no, he has a left quad strain. Is apparently what was what was so like his oh. quad, which isn't that the isn't that the leg that you know he he frequently kind of uh, nurses as he That's runs the down. One every that once everybody's while? always afraid it's going to cost him something. Now, he hadn't missed a game because of that quad yet until now. I've heard that his headband is available, but nobody wants to wear it. Mm. Too tiny. Maybe someone put it on. See if that helps. It should help. See if that starting stock that, is going. That that headband was on a roll for a while. But no, no Luca tonight. And you say, well, tomorrow it's just night. the yeah, tomorrow. It's, it's, but it's just the Rockets. The Rockets have become very quietly a very young, athletically good team. Yeah. Uh, Odoka is the coach now, so yeah. that's, that's showing you something. Ime Odoka really um, values defense, and that's where they've made their mm-hmm. identity. They've added some adults in the room, probably brought in a few vets in Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Dylan Brooks, Uncle Jeff, Jeff yeah. Green, yeah. who's played in damn near every NBA yeah, they, city they at this point. They said Fred is keeping it organized. Fred and Van so, Vliet has been the, the, the guy, the leader in the locker room, keeping the young guys in the right spots at the right time. 
So, I mean, really, why do I bring this up? The game is tomorrow. It's it's less about, you know, what that matchup is. We can talk about that tomorrow as it'll be myself and Chris again. We'll be back. Tomorrow, 7-11. But it's really, you've seen this team try and traverse this landscape of December dealing with the Kyrie injury, dealing with the Derek mm-hmm. Lively injury. Those are notable because those two are, you know, consistent starters on this team. And then, obviously, missing Josh Green for a good amount of time, that's a – Peak yeah. rotation player, Maxi Kleba, you basically haven't had for the entirety of the season. And now you're adding Luka Doncic to missing. I don't know that he'll miss an extended amount of games by any means. He'll right. probably miss this game mm-hmm. as it's a condensed stretch, stretch uh, during this weekend. I think three th- four, three, three games four in 40 games. days, right? And this is the second time they've done this in two weeks. They're talking about three games in four nights. This is what they did literally last week. They had three games in four nights. Uh, the game, who was it they got beaten uh Real badly. Oh, it was Minnesota. Yeah. They ran out of gas. And people say, well, wait a minute. Minnesota's got the best record. Yeah, that's true. But guess what? Mavericks ended until they ran out of gas. Why they run out of gas? Because it was the third game in four nights. The Mavericks have had a very, very strange schedule. And to show you how strange it's been, when they went up to Denver to take on the defending champs, follow me on this. Yeah. I did not even know this. I just knew that the Mavericks had been on a lot of road games. Did you know the Mavericks had the best road record in the NBA? They were 9-4 and four when they played the Denver Nuggets uh, earlier this week. And then they lost that game, of course, because, you know, Jokic is Jokic. And, and you're missing all these guys. But also, you hear about the psychological trick that the Nuggets are doing all their uh, opponents? No, what is that? They have the exact high, the, 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 the altitude written as a number on their floor. Yes, 5280? Yes. That's right. 5280 or 5260, something like that. It's 5280, I believe. And they also have it on their City Edition jerseys. Yep. They wear that number to psychologically remind you, dog, you're out of breath. Dog, your legs are getting tired. But anyway, the Mavericks lose that game. But the Mavericks, I was like, what? They had a, a, I knew they were good on the road, but I didn't know they had the best road record. So this game tomorrow is on the road, but it's part of this three games in four nights situation. And the only thing you can hope for as a Maverick fan is they run this gauntlet through these injuries. When I say gauntlet, because it's an unusual schedule, with all these back-to-backs and three games and four and I nights. mean they're playing some pretty good teams through the throughout the rest of December as well. Well, this this is where I'm going with this. Yeah, you get through this gauntlet and these good teams you're talking about, and then you got some real good matchups in in January as well. Come March and April, the Mavericks got a whole bunch of home games, a whole bunch of home games. I think the Mavericks right now are seven and six at home, which is not good. No. It's not terrible, but it's not good. I'm like, well, where are all the wins coming from? They're 16 and 11. It's the road. This team is comfortable on the road. And guess what I found out? They were comfortable on the road when they went to the Western Conference Finals two years ago. What aided in their comfort on the road that year was the bouts of COVID and being stuck in their rooms and doing stuff alone together. You follow what I'm saying? Well, what's the difference this year? How about a trip to Abu Dhabi and, and spending time alone together? And Kyrie is the ling, the ringleader. You heard it first on this show, okay? You're thinking, okay, well, what's the difference? What's going on? Kyrie is mentoring these young guys, and they're all bought in. See, that's the difference between teams that gel, and that's why Houston's kind of dangerous right now because Fred Van Vliet's doing the same damn thing. The, guy, the younger guys need some leadership. In fact, Kyrie Evans quoted saying he wished he had been drafted by the Mavericks because he wished he could have started off with some mentoring. That's what old boy's doing right now in the Mavericks locker room. And he's doing it a lot on the road. 
So with all that being said, like you're still dealing with all of these injuries. And obviously this particular injury report, which includes Luka Doncic and Seth Curry, in addition to, you know, all the other guys that you've missed for probably about six games at this mm-hmm. point. It raises the question, like, how are the Mavericks going to make it through all of these injuries? Um, because we found out yesterday, and of course, you know, they, they can be a little tight-lipped, this organization, in some instances, that there's no timetable on up, Derek Upper Lively. body, lower body. Right? Like, <laughs> Just like hockey. There's, they won't tell you nothing. We haven't really gotten updates on these injuries for, the particularly Derek Lively and uh, Kyrie Irving, who are, again, very important mm-hmm. foundational pieces to what this team is doing this season. And so, Chris, how do you navigate at this time when you don't have so many of the players that you built or that you're building this team upon? This is what you do. You, you first of all, the, the the immediate thing is guess what? You have a little bit of a cushion because you're further along than a lot of people expected. A lot of people didn't think the Mavericks would have a 16 and 11 record, be a top five team, or I, I think they're top six now in the West. They thought, okay, look at the schedule. There are a lot of road games. Hmm, this team just got together. Hmm, they may not be that good. Let's see how they do come around trade deadline and what kind of pieces they can trade for. So they're a little bit, they have a small cushion with their record. The other thing is it allows the coaching staff to look at players even more. The coaches said when the season started, we're going to look at some guys. So you you can say, okay, what's the record going to look like? We're not looking at the record. We're going to see who can who can play for us and who can we count on by the time we get to the playoffs. Because, again, a lot of these guys are new. There's only six guys from last year that are back on this roster. Six. And that includes Kyrie, who's only there half of a year. With that being said, how do you navigate through these injuries? They're not season-ending injuries. Mm-hmm. You following? Yeah. All you can do is say, let's wait it out, and other guys are going to have to step up, and you'll have an idea of who you might want to trade, who you might want to keep. In other words, nobody knew except for the coaches and the front office, Nico Harrison, that Derrick Jones Jr. was a good player. Think about that. He started all these games, and yeah, he was good in Chicago. Mm -hmm. He wasn't good in Portland. He was decent in Miami. A lot of people around, I mean, unless you follow the NBA clubs, they didn't realize this man won the NBA slam dunk contest. But more important, in 2020, but more important, it was pandemic year. Airplane mode. But more importantly, airplane mode. But more importantly, he comes to the Mavericks, and he says, and all of a sudden he's hitting these threes. They're like, wait a minute. We didn't know he could shoot threes. He said, quote, Jason Kidd gave me, a, not the green light, but he gave me the light. He said, dude, you're playing basketball. I want you to shoot the ball. And don't be afraid to shoot the ball. So he's been shooting that three, and nobody saw that coming. A lot of quote-unquote experts thought Derek Lively Jr., or excuse me, Derek Lively II, was mm-hmm. going to start the season in the G League because he's going to have to have those minutes. They can count on him the second half of the season. Guess what? They did not realize he has a very high basketball IQ, and they never saw him in the AAU. That's what, Ky- that's what uh, Nico Harrison said he saw. He said, I'm not getting the Duke player. I saw a guy at the a- in the AAU. I already know what he can do. And guess what? He's been working with Tyson Chandler a lot. So you've got Derek Lively, who has shown that he's more important than a lot of people thought he would be. In fact, he may be the second most important player on this team behind Luka. And I'm only saying this knowing that, you know, Kyrie's got handles. He's a generational type player. But Derek Lively is that interior presence. And guess what? Right now, he leads the entire NBA, not rookies, the entire NBA in field goal percentage. I'm just saying, these are things that people don't know because what, what, where are we? We're not even at Christmas time. People in the state of Texas love football. They don't follow basketball close. I'm just letting you know what's going on. Now, one thing that we can say as we kind of wind down here is 
um, during the you know the the time where you had so many of these injuries, I think what has been highlighted is uh, you need a little bit more of an answer when it comes to your center room. And obviously, yes, you, you, ca- you kind of knew that coming in. It was mm-hmm. one of the things that we had in the offseason that it was probably the last thing that was not ticked off of the you know of the list of wants slash needs yes. was getting another center, particularly probably a veteran one that could come in and give you some help. And what you've seen is that that's been a real problem. I mean, hell, in this game against the Clippers that you lose mm-hmm. last night, they get into the heart of your defense, and in the fourth quarter, the Clippers are 9 of 9 in the restricted circle. That's evidence. It's called Kawhi taking it to the hole and nobody to stop him. No Derek Lively Jr., who, by the way, is also a very good shot blocker. So at least then his intimidation. He had, he had started out in foul trouble a little bit, but then he, he kind of uh, calmed that down, so to speak, as he got in more used to the game but no you got to have somebody to not impede his growth but to share the load and we're talking about somebody who can play center you know it feels like if there's nothing else I think you also have learned and probably steeled your resolve on as you get towards the trade deadline that's something that's going to be needed particularly yep. if you want to do anything come April exactly May June in this and so you have to trust the front office because they have not stood pat at the trade deadline as Christoph Persingas Ask Kyrie Irving, ask Spencer Dinwiddie, ask Dorian Finney-Smith. And by the way, shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith and his family. He got his, his father home from Yes, Christmas. yeah, and fantastic Maverick, piece. Yeah, fantastic piece. Brad uh, Townsend yeah. been following the longtime morning news. And, and the, the Mavericks, Mark Cuban leading the way, were able to uh, help get his father out of incarceration. It was a drug charge back in the day, and it got, it was like, wait a minute. The way the law was written, he's in prison for 20 years for that? So they were able to uh, make things right because, you know, he'd been doing well uh, behind bars and not been a, you know, a bad guy. So he's home for Christmas for the first time ever. And that also shows you, it, it, ironically, bring this up. There's a lot of people want Dorian Finney-Smith back. I'm talking about fans. I'm not necessarily talking about the front office or the uh, coaching staff, although they would love to. You can't do say anything about it because they'd be tampering or whatever. But it's not impossible. I think it's more likely, though, it would happen in the summertime only because once they give the Knicks that pick, they're able to access even more first-round picks. So it's the, the the Dodo situation might be too high of a price. Some other players might be there. But don't talk about Andre Drummond. He has a very low basketball IQ. Unfortunately, just like the guy they got from uh, the Phoenix Suns last year. I'm going to keep his name out of my mouth. He was shacked in the pool. It's the Javel McGee. Well, it's to get right right here on 105 through the fan. Luka Doncic on the on the uh, injury list for your Mavs will not play on Friday in addition to the likes of Kyrie Irving, yep. Derek Lively, You can almost Josh put a nail Green. on that. Now, yeah. Put it like this, a miracle can happen. But shorthanded Mavericks Well, you think Jaden Hardy goes for 50? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> miracles can happen. Okay, all right. But I don't assume that. Uh, not against this young, talented Houston Rockets team. I wouldn't consider this a miracle. Tyler Sagan evens the score up hey. uh, for your Dallas Stars at the AAC. A nice tip-in um, to bring the score level. And actually, your Stars currently on a power play. So see if they can uh, take the lead in that one. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. Coming up next, we'll go around the NFL and the Get Right. One of five through the fan.
This segment of the Get Ready is brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. Classic Chevrolet is leading the way to finish the year number one in America. They're racing hard with year-end savings on over 400 Silverado. Shop them all at ClassicChevrolet.com. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads and relax and enjoy the difference. Rico, you get that big energy. So get right right here on 105 through the fan where I'm doing my best to ignore the sly, sly comments of one Chris Arnold hanging out with me, Reginald Atatula, on this Thursday. Uh, big, big energy. Very good. And that's I, Rodrigo I saw, Mendoza, everybody I conspiring. Mariah Carey on one awards show, and she jumped in and did that song live with them. She sure did. Really? Yes, she did. I was like, oh, my God, it's Mariah Carey. I always enjoy when kind of the older guard, I guess. Yeah. It's weird to say that about Mariah Carey at this point. But the older guard yeah. kind of embraces the right. younger generation. That when, kind they get of, a, when they get a little piece of their sample of their music. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that means Doja Cat has got to get Dionne Warwick to do Walk On By for Paint the Town Red. That'll be interesting. De- I mean, Dion's available. She's she's, she's available. on she's, she's on social on media and everything. Yeah, yeah, she's sassy on social media. I think she just turned eighty four too. And she she's got a great personality to go mm-hmm. with it. Um, it's to get right right here on one hundred five three. The fan uh, the stars have gone to the first intermission, tied one one. Um, like I said, Tyler Sagan, your goal scorer there with the tip in. But right now, it's time to go around the NFL. And we begin by uh, giving you an update on Thursday night football. An interesting uh, matchup of teams as the New Orleans Saints welcomed in the uh, Los Angeles. Actually, am I getting that wrong? Are they playing in Los Angeles? I don't. I, I can't tell right now, but I do know that the Los Angeles Rams lead in this game. Kyron Williams is doing his work, but it really is about Matt Stafford's and Puka Nakua. Three by one to the right side. Looks that way. Throws that way. Caught. Nakua. Touchdown. That's Al Michaels, uh, Thursday Night Football. They are in L.A. Um, pulling the curtain back, I was mm-hmm. watching soccer earlier, and they do the whole thing backwards as to, like, who's home and who's away based on how they're put on the scoreboard. And so my brain was breaking for a moment. But, no, it is, in fact, the Los Angeles Rams, SoFi Stadium, Inglewood, California, and the Rams have a 7 to nothing lead uh, as the qu- second quarter just started there. Um, so, yeah, should be fun to keep watching. Matt Stafford already kind of doing his work. Uh, five of seven last time I checked. Five seven sixty eight yards and a touchdown. That touchdown you just heard mm-hmm. uh, right there. So yeah, we'll keep you update on what's happening there elsewhere around the National Football League. Um, the Steelers seem to be having a little bit of a, a, a problem there. Seems like there's some bad mm-hmm. blood or you know people just not feeling the right way out there. Um, Kenny Pickett is out. Um, Mason Rudolph will start, and I know that also Oklahoma George Pickens State. will play. Now, George Pickens is, you know, has been talking to the media. Mike Tomlin lets it known that George Pickens will play. However, he kind of put it in a certain way that, that makes you, you know, your ears perk up. Mm-hmm. Catch this, right? So Tomlin didn't disclose why Pickens uh, was kind of penalized or punished by the team. He did say, however, quote, George is a talented guy, but he's growing and growing in a lot of ways in regards to football and life. We don't run away from that. We run to that organizationally when we draft guys. We're committed to being a component of their growth and development in all areas. Um, and he went further to say, when you're winning and doing your jobs, a lot of the attention is on things such as that. When you're doing, not doing your job and losing, you better keep your damn mouth shut and understand that the tr- that that tracks a certain type of attention as well. And usually that's vulture-like attention. Hmm. Uh, so in a very sly way, <laughs> the head coach of the of the – Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin said, hey, brother, don't be talking. 
Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. STFU. Yeah. 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 Um, how do you feel about what's happening there? Because, I mean, Mike Tomlin, a long established coach there, clearly a good one, has not had a losing season. However, yeah, but- like, there's kind of some chatter that maybe, just maybe, he could not be the coach of the Steelers relatively soon. I think they're going to say that every time he doesn't start the season on strong. But you got to look at the history of the organization. The Rooney's don't fire coaches. They let him retire. And he ain't about to retire yet. Think about it. They've only had how many coaches have have they ever had in their history? They definitely have only had three since 1969. There you I, go. I don't remember there further we go. than that. That's all we need to know. Three since 19, in the last 50 years. That's all you need to know. And he's won a Super Bowl. It's not like, oh, well, he had he has to win a Super Bowl. He hadn't won a Super Bowl before. No, he's he's won a Super Bowl. And uh, been to a Super Bowl, too, the one here at AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes things get a little stale. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I well, guess. Well, I know. Everybody's fireable. Right. Coaches are hired to be fired. Fair enough. This man ain't never had a losing record yet. That's right. And that's why it's kind of amazing that, I guess, the, the way that it's gone, people have kind of started getting mm-hmm. to that place where they feel comfortable questioning what's happening mm-hmm. with Mike Tomlin. This is how I know he can coach. Antonio Brown wasn't acting a fool under him until it was about time to kick him off. And in a way, it seems like uh, they're trying to keep George Pickens from acting a fool. <laughs> At least uh, let, let Mike Put Tomlin like this. tell this. This is when people start respecting uh, Mike Tomlin. When, once Antonio Brown started really acting straight up, it was like, we didn't know it was that bad. We just thought he was Facebook live and in the locker room. Lo and behold. Uh, haven't done this in a while as we continue around the NFL. The Jags have a little bit of news. We turn to our audio correspondent, Ian Rappaport. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence not on the practice field again. Doug Peterson starting the week by saying he was progressing well in the NFL's concussion protocol, but that has not put him on the field. And generally, if a quarterback or really any player is not able to practice Wednesday, not able to practice Thursday, almost always that means the player is not going to progress fast enough through the concussion protocol to be able to play on Sunday. It is a big game for the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Bucks. One they absolutely have to have, but it does seem like it's going to be C.J. Beathard, the backup quarterback who did spend a week early in the season preparing as if it was a starter when Trevor Lawrence was dealing with that ankle injury. It does seem that Beathard going to get the start here for the Jags. Wow. C.A., how much confidence you got in C.J. Beathard taking the Jacksonville's two, Jacksonville Jaguars to Tampa Bay and getting a win? It's going to be tough, but I, it's hard for me to imagine Jacksonville losing four in a row. Jacksonville was better than a four-in-a-row loss. Don't get me wrong. Three in a row was hard to believe in the first place. But four in a row? Jacksonville's team coming off a playoff year last year. They, they, most of the team's intact. Tampa Bay, don't get me wrong, Tampa Bay's decent, but they're not supposed to be as good as Jacksonville. And even though, you know, Sunshine ain't playing quarterback, I still have to ride with Jacksonville on this. And, and don't get me wrong. Went to OU, Baker Mayfield, he's showing some things to people. Been playing pretty well this playing season. Be, playing very well this season. But I'm like, Jacksonville overall got more talent. Well, in this game, especially when that quarterback matters so much, uh, it's tough. But, I mean, Jacksonville's defense is also very good. It'll be, it should saying. be an interesting game. I think that one is, last time I checked, I think that was like a half point yeah, it's cool line. Like, so, yeah, it really that may is. That be one of the most interesting games of the weekend. And look, that's the NFL is, has stacked it in such a way uh, that it continues mm-hmm. to be interesting, uh, even when you're missing quarterbacks and such. You want to hear something wild? What's the that? Cowboys have lost four games, and yet they have not lost consecutive games. That's there right. Are other teams, like right now, Philadelphia's also in a free fall, three games in a row. San Francisco had lost three games in a row. That's right. But everybody knows they're beasts because they're healthy. If they're not healthy, come playoff time, they can not get knocked out too. In fact, that's how they lost in the playoffs of Philadelphia last year. 
because uh, Purdy got knocked out. Yeah. Crazy how that goes. I mean, it's a war of attrition. It's it's kind of amazing because as you, we were talking about the Jags, and I still keep thinking about the fact AFC South is like a competitive division. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody was like, nobody cares about that. Three teams at eight and six: the Jags, the Colts, the Isn't Texans. And speaking about you know playing with playing with injuries, the Texans got to win this past week. Although they were playing without, the Titans, but without, yeah, without CJ Stroud, but still they might have to do it again. It seems like CJ Stroud is not going to make it through a uh, concussion protocol for this week. So got to play safe. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see if they can make that happen one more again. I got a question for you since yes, you sir. Know, the Titans played the Texans, and the Titans used to be the Oilers last week. Yes, yeah, and yeah, last week they put on stuff. Powder blue look good. I've always wondered, man, and you might have tossed about this in your brain too. Seemed like if the Ravens were able to give the Cleveland Browns back their history, seemed like the Titans ought to. I mean, they've been in Tennessee long enough. Give the Oilers back their history to the Texans. I mean, it's it's a, it's the franchise. Earl Campbell stuff. Come on, man. It is the franchise, but yeah, it's it. it I think really the big thing is just like wearing the jerseys. Look, uh, there that, was, that was in their face. That, yeah. and guess what? The Texas said, no, that's our stuff. Yeah, that's that's real nasty Texas. work. That's real nasty. The best way I saw it described is that that's stolen valor. Stolen valor. That's exactly what that that's, was. That's not y'all. That ain't y'all at all. Uh, before we go uh, in around the NFL, did want to make note that uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know how he was kind of breaking bad, mm-hmm. yelling at officials and crying about the, right, the, uh, the Bills and loss mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. yeah, talking directly to Josh Allen. That's his boy, though. About it. That was that was odd. I don't know what he expected Josh Very Allen odd. to say in that instance. Yeah. Uh, he has come out and, you know, kind of taken a- accountability for that. He said, quote, I had outbursts on the sideline and everybody saw it on a big game. <laughs> And so they're going to be consequences to that. Um, He said, now you've just got to live with those consequences, learn from it, become better from it, and not try to let that happen again. But we kind of just kept it moving. Um, Wasn't that like a $50,000 fine for him? Yes, $50,000 from the NFL last week. $100,000 for Andy Reid? Yes, Mm. yes. Mm. I mean, like Andy Reid, you kind of got to know better at this point. Yeah, he's old. Right. Uh, But But you know what? Those guys who are competitive like that, you can't say a word to them. You right. Just gotta, if you say one word, they're going to say the opposite. Scream and holler. Don't even matter because they're mad about the situation. That's all that was. Well, I mean, look, uh, I, I understand the feeling. I saying it's right. It really was. was <laughs> they're just lashing out because he's looking at the wide receivers. So exactly. Unfortunately for him, those wide, that wide receiver core is not getting any better. I hope he finds a better place to channel that uh, that energy, that mm-hmm. feeling. Um, they missing Tyreek Hill right now. I they, they didn't the miss him way. last year, but they're missing him right now. In the worst way. In the worst way. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, coming up next, is this game the biggest game of the year? We'll tell you which game next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.